You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, down in Bricktown today. I am with Logan, my resident food expert. Uh, <laughs> Edible Excellence OKC. Is that right? That's right. Oh, yes, I got it right for once. Um, yeah, we're down at Bricktown at Mickey Mantle's, the best, basically, steakhouse in town, in Bricktown, everywhere Ooh. in Oklahoma City. <laughs> yes, uh, with Brittany and Janie. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been looking forward to this, haven't we, for a while. I've been setting, trying to set this up, and it's it's on the cards. So yeah, Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're yeah. looking forward to it. Um before, I mean, anyone that's listening obviously knows the Mickey Mantle name, but if they don't know what the restaurant is, tell us a little bit about it at first. Well, I'll give you a little history lesson, I guess. Um, we originally were from um, Dallas area, is where we opened, um, in 1954, and it was called Kirby Steakhouse, and a guy named B.J. Kirby opened that. And B.J. Kirby was very well known in the Dallas area. Um, he was all about hospitality. If you had a birthday or an anniversary and lived in Dallas, you were dining at Kirby's Steakhouse. Um, so that concept lasted for about 33 years um, until I think it was 1987. Um, closed the doors and our current owners in the 90s, early 90s, uh, were friends with the Kirby's family. And so they bought the rights to Kirby's and opened up, I believe, in 1995, um, right down the street from the original location, um, and opened up another Kirby Steakhouse. Hmm. And since then, they've uh, opened a place in South Lake, a Kirby's in South Lake. And um, a year after that, they decided they wanted to um, test the waters in Oklahoma City. So one of our owners is from Tulsa and okay. um, was very good friends with the Mantle family. And the Bricktown area was exploding. The ballpark opened. There was Mickey Mantle Drive. Um, and lo and behold, the building we're in now um, was a vacant building. And stars aligned and Mickey Mantle Steakhouse came about. And so the family was involved with that as well, the Mantle family. Um, so yeah, that's kind of yeah. how we're here today. So we're coming up on 20 years then. 20 right? years next year, next 2020. Year big celebrations for that oh uh, we do have some yeah fun things in already the, in, in, the in the plans yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so we've got um a year leading up to our official celebration i guess um which was in the fall of 2020 right that's yeah. gonna be really cool and and you know we're down here in the kind of in just the what is this room exactly called so i don't get it wrong oh uh, yeah this is the seven lounge the seven lounge mm -hmm. and logan is telling me that he's been here before and the happy hour is really good i do i do really enjoy the happy hour here. so so for the six <laughs> people that listen to this podcast you can come down here from two to four <laughs> um but no like we're, we're super excited to come down here you know and I've, I've eaten here and logan's definitely eaten here and had some drinks here as he sips his manhattan which is how is it it's very good yeah i, I really enjoy it yeah yeah you yeah. sure I am very sure. <laughs> okay, good. It's actually one of the things you can get on the happy hour menu. I'm yeah. aware of that. Yeah, half-priced. Yeah. Uh -huh. Not the first time, is it? <laughs> yeah, half, what is it? Half-priced cocktails and uh, half-priced appetizers, mm -hmm. select appetizers, and mm -hmm. then they, there's the buffet. 
There's like the, the mini the mini buffet. Yes, that's we do there. a complimentary buffet of just kind of like finger type foods. Okay. Yeah. So people who just want to come in and I guess have a drink mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the perfect finger foods when you're having no, a drink. No, it's true, and it's really the, the stuff on the buffet is actually pretty high quality. I, I I associate the word buffet pretty negatively more often than not, but. Yeah, I've never had anything bad on the buffet. Yeah, I mean, the word just, things that come to my mind when you say buffet is all you can eat Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, just it's never never great. It's it's always stuff that you probably shouldn't be eating. But you know, I've had a lot. Uh, last time I was here, I had some sort of like uh, lemon pepper wings. Uh, mm-hmm. so they, they were. Oh my God, those are good. <laughs> yeah, we always like to change it up, so yeah. it's never the same. I and mean, it makes total sense from a marketing perspective because, like, you know, yeah, they're on the house. You can have for drinks and stuff. But it's like, do you really? If you really want a full meal, then you know the quality of food we're serving for free. Come and have something, and you'll obviously have a really good time. Right. It's that after-school snack until yeah. you get your, you know, your yeah. real food. So. Um, but you know, we're coming. We're on baseball playoffs. This is obviously a huge time. Do you get a lot of guys down here watching baseball and playoffs and stuff with the Mickey Mantle name? We do. Um, we just get a lot of people watching sports in general here. Mm-hmm. So it's a great place to like camp out and watch an NFL game on Sunday or, um, yeah, we do get a pretty big crowd for, um, the baseball playoffs. Yeah. And I'm, I assume Thunder games obviously as well. Thunder just, games, of course. Yeah. yeah. A big, a big bar crowd for Thunder mm-hmm. games. Yeah. I have, uh, one of my friends, Sarah used to, she's now moved on. She was one of the Thunder girls and she's like, Oh, we'd always come here after the game yeah, and just kind of hang girls. out. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's really, awesome it's nice to have that community vibe as well and have the town and the, the location that you're in obviously centered around Bricktown and you know we were talking to my parents coming into town soon and and for everybody that comes into town they always gravitate towards Bricktown and I have no idea why it's like a, just a great travel I mean they do a great job of I'd love like, to hear that you know, I mean, does that make sense does well, it seem, I mean, feel the same way it's the most touristy part of Oklahoma it is I mean, right, and, yeah. and, and that can be both positive and negative it just depends yeah. uh, but it just is I mean it was kind of I mean Bricktown is the first area that really was part of the urban right. renewal movement so mm-hmm. it's the oldest I mean it's the most established mm-hmm. um, and in some senses it's the nicest in terms of the infrastructure I mean you got the canal there you've got walkways and bridges and it's well lit I mean it's 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 had a lot of time to build up yeah so it makes sense why people would want to go it there. does yeah um, and it's I, it's a good thing for us being locals now I can say that with an accent <laughs> it's really funny still after being here nine years uh, you know it's good for us because we have all the other better spots that we can go to <laughs> True. Uh, but you said you've been here quite a long time working, yes. working yeah. for Mickey Reynolds. Mm-hmm. So you've seen pretty much everything. I have seen lots of development, yeah, throughout the years. So I started mm. back in 2005. I was working um, just on the weekends as a hostess and while I was going to school in Norman. And um, soon just uh, picked up some more shifts and kind of got more involved in the restaurant and uh Shortly after, they offered me like um, an event planner um, position, and so I took it. And um, so my role here has kind of blossomed throughout the years. It's grown into more of a marketing and development um, position for the company. So, was your degree kind of centered around I event never management? Finished. I went. No way. I left like my last year, yeah. and um, it was kind of like take it or leave it um, position. And I thought, well, I'll just take this. It'll be like a two-year, like you know, something on my resume. Yeah. And and um, 
little did I know it would be my lifelong career so far. <laughs> so um, I've just really enjoyed all the opportunities this job has given me yeah. um, outside of this, these doors. What What was your degree in? Advertising. Okay, so mm-hmm. fairly close to what you wanted to mm-hmm. be doing. And yeah. I'm super passionate about tourism as well. And I, that's just come from uh, my family background. My dad was in city planning and economic development. So just a kind of had that passion instilled inside of me so yeah yeah, I just really took to this job and loved it yeah are you a big sports fan I do like sports Uh okay I love basketball um big OU fan obviously yeah so great weekend and I love baseball huge plus Yeah. yeah so I actually chair um this thing called the Warren Spawn Awards I don't know if you've heard of it no tell us about it okay um it is um an award we do here local in Oklahoma City it used to be with a, a Bricktown Rotary Group and until recently. And we award um, the best left-handed pitcher in Major League Baseball um, this annual award and um, after Warren Spawn, which you can see a statue at the, across the street at the ballpark. Yeah. Um, so he's left you know quite a legacy here in Oklahoma. Um, so yeah, I've got to meet some interesting players over the years like Clayton Kershaw and um, John Lester from the Chicago Cubs. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a really cool event that the city now, or Sports Hall of Fame actually yeah. puts on now. Yeah, that's really cool. I, and um, I have, we, we've done podcasts with Sports Hall of Fame as well and just kind of, I love where they are now. Oh, it's, I do too. It makes so much it more sense where they are now. makes perfect sense, yeah. Um, you know, in the old restaurant, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, they're in a perfect location because where they were before was so much a more waste traffic of time. Now. You're right, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and they do a great job there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing and it's free. Yes, um, yeah. No, it's really cool to know that like you guys coming together and I'm sure that's been going on a long time, long before they moved down Several here. Several years, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, you said you've seen some great things and had some great events. Is there one that like really stands out for you? Oh, for just the restaurant in general? I, I or? mean, it could be something like personally that was your first big event or I mean, anything that just kind of a few things that come to mind. Man, I'm going to go back to the Warren Spawn. I got yeah. to present him with a, uh, I got to present CC Sabathia with a bat on stage. Okay. And that was kind of my first big moment. I was just kind of starting out in this job and I had got wrapped up into that event. And I remember having to walk up on stage and handing him like a signed bat. And it was just a very odd, surreal moment. Like, oh, where am I? <laughs> kind of thing. So Yeah. When was that? This was probably 13 years ago. 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Like, like I said, you, you know, you've been here 15 years. Right. So yeah, you were right uh-huh. into the, had a lot of confidence that you were doing just the right thing. Just kind of getting my foot still. into the community. And yeah, so I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Do you went to, went to OU? Did you grow up like in Oklahoma City or did you grow up in Norman? No, I grew up um, in Duncan, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Got to say it with a slight Duncan. We grew up in Duncan. <laughs> There's a golf course in Duncan that I've played at. Oh, territory? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Super nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have a, a great golfer. steak at the Territory. Yeah. That's the only thing that I enjoyed from playing golf there because it <laughs> rained the entire weekend. I grew up playing golf terrible. in Duncan. Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was a golfer. I was a, on the high school team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what brought me to the States. So I played oh, college really? golf. Oh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we played in Cameron's event down there. Yes, um, yeah. Uh-huh. And it was the only day that rained the entire summer, and it was horrific oh no uh, I need to go back because that golf course is great it's but when beautiful. you play a golf course in bad job. weather yeah you're right when you play mm-hmm. it's a it's a beautiful like scenery you know the golf course is great the food is great it's just a really you don't think you're in Duncan when you go drive in there right, right? yeah um, and it would just hammer down the entire weekend um, 
I got to but, go yeah. um, to Scotland recently, and I visited the old course uh-huh. there, and that was really cool. It's to, such a you cool know, town. Had to take the picture. Oh, yeah, you on got the a, bridge. You can foot on the bridge, the yeah. whole thing. Did you yeah. eat at the like white pub on the, one of the seventeenth? No, um, it was like really rainy that day actually. Okay. So um, I remember. I can't remember where we ate. It was just like a little spot over there. Yeah, anywhere you go is awesome. Yeah. Uh, local food kind of thing. Um, but I'm going to pass it over to Logan. Logan, you love the menu here and obviously the bar, but is there anything on the menu that kind of really stands out to you that if somebody was coming here for the first time, they really have to get? Well, I mean, it's hard to go to a steakhouse and not get a steak. True. I mean, <laughs> that's sort of the simple answer to that. Um, if I remember right, mac and cheese is really good here. So I don't like mac and cheese. So that's I, I'm I'm not an. For anybody expert. listening that I, likes cheese, I, I, I know that, that, that'll, that'll turn off a, a fair number of people yeah. there. But uh, pasta is, has never really been my thing. This podcast uh, is over. Uh, yeah. it's, like, it's National Pasta Day, I think. Today. Uh, Thursday. Oh really? Yeah. Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have to I have to know these sorts of things. Yeah, yeah you uh, do. <laughs> we have an awesome pasta. Have you had our new pasta? I have not. But oh my goodness. Now I will say I, I will eat it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not eat it, but I, it's not my thing. Okay. Um, one interesting thing I had here, uh, I guess it was back in April, was the uh, the ultimate burger. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those that haven't had it, it's the, the name is pretty fitting. Mm-hmm. It uh, it's a, it's a burger topped with, if I remember correctly, it was black truffles and. What else? What else was on it? It was. I've had a baby since then. So <laughs> I, oh, I, remember, I remember. I remember. That. It was. It was. It was. It was a, it was a wagyu patty, topped with black truffles, like actual black truffles, not not like a sauce or or an aioli or anything. And um, I mean, those two things alone, just the wagyu patty and the black truffles, it was the most ridiculously decadent burger I've ever had, and it was truly ultimate. I mean, it, it was absolutely amazing. And uh, that's, a, that's a yearly feature, isn't it? That, that's we just started that a couple of years ago. So this is, I think, maybe our third year doing that. Okay. Right. And Wagyu's not from here. That's about as much nope. food in, as uh, food stuff that I know. Because mm-hmm. I know I've had it, but it's not here. Where do you get it from? It's, it's um, well, Wagyu is a Japanese cow. Correct, so, right. So, yeah, yeah, so Japan. Uh-huh. Um, but was it we, an American Wagyu is what we yeah, said? Yeah, didn't we speak to... Uh, do we speak to Jonathan? He was trying to get it. Yeah, Isn't that right? Uh, yeah, he's uh, Akaushi. Yeah, that's okay. A, yeah, yeah. Different cow. Um, also Japanese. But. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we spoke to John the Stranger was saying that he's like trying to raise his own. Yeah, because oh, wow. in Arcadia. Yeah. Because there are, there, are, there are American farmers and ranchers that are raising their own cows that are usually they're crossbred between uh, the, the actual Wagyu from Japan and American Angus. And so yeah. that's, that's just kind of, that's typically what, what they do. Yeah. Um, that's an American thing then. They just, we'll just take a little bit of it and make it, <laughs> yeah. mix it and make our own. Uh, is there anything else that stands out? So there was that, and what else have I had here that was really exceptionally good? There's a lot of things on on, on just on the bar menu, just appetizer-wise. The nachos were really great. There's like a there's like a shrimp dish. I can't remember what all is in it, but uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed everything I've had yeah. here. Man, it's just been really good. What was your steak when you had it? What, what cut did you have? So I I have actually my 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 friend has had a ribeye here but I've actually never ordered a steak here <laughs> this podcast uh, is over yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it's um, um 
Yeah. I'm glad you said that because we do a lot of seafood and people don't realize that. And yeah. somebody the, the other day, one of the foodie and in, uh, Instagram, uh-huh. um, posted, you know, that they came here and they didn't order yeah. any kind of meat. It was all seafood and everybody's just chiming in. I didn't realize that. So yeah, we, we do seafood just as well. And yeah. you, you said like the burger seasonal. Is there any, any other things that come up that are just you just pop in every now and then? Oh yeah, we do a lot of cool promotions throughout the year. September um, was Bourbon Month. Okay. So um, we feature a lot of cool like bourbon infused dishes and um, handcrafted cocktails. Um, bourbon tastings. Yeah, bourbon tastings, mm-hmm. bourbon dinners. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, as that you know, you've been here fifteen years, seeing like the whole social media thing blow up, and how that mm-hmm. has helped you get all your marketing stuff with having people like Logan and the whole community that he's involved in. How has that kind of evolved since you've been here? Like, what were you doing traditionally fifteen years ago to get Print. the name out? Print. Yeah, <laughs> and now you're giving out free Print, meals or free drinks or whatever. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, definitely helped us, I think. Um, and you know, it, it definitely sometimes can backfire on you sure. uh, Yelp I'll just put that out there that you know as, has, gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there I'm not a big Yelper <laughs> yeah 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 um, so yeah I think it's I think it's uh, help for the better for yeah. sure mm-hmm. I was around when Facebook was uh, hot or not or you know they like you you, <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. you know it was yeah. just a face um, so yeah it's definitely evolved over the years um, since is, I've been here is it kind of something that you really focus on especially locally now with like the social media people and, mm-hmm. and just kind of the names stuff like that oh yeah yeah it's it's definitely helpful to get that extra exposure right. um, from people who are in here and you know experiencing um, your service and cuisine and um, giving honest feedback, I hope. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. try. I yeah. really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and the reason I brought that up is like people who kind of in the younger generation, you know, I, I'm sure your clientele is 35 and over, um, you know, and, and they're obviously been here locals. They, they've always been customers kind of thing, right? This You're going to have a family or a person that comes in every weekend or every day or whatever it is that has the same meal. I'm sure you have that. Mm-hmm. But like, reaching out to people like Logan who have a social media following and getting that younger crowd in how how's that been do they kind of I think it's great because some people think that we're just like you know you come in and you have to drop two hundred dollars here and that's not the case like you can come in and you know eat for 30 bucks and have drinks like we just said happy hour and that's a great time to come and try us out because um you can kind of sample a little bit of our menu um for half the price yeah (laughs) um happy hour but um yeah, like I just I feel like that younger crowd who may not have um, the funds yet to you know come out and blow it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, de- and I I I think like, I came when I came here I was in college and someone was buying dinner and they were like, "Come on, I'm taking you to Mickey Mantle." So I'm like, "Perfect, this sounds amazing." It was after like a Thunder game or something, um, and I kind of felt the same way. Mm-hmm. You kind of walk in and it feels kind of like. Leonardo and Titanic like I'm just like <laughs> walking around like don't break anything um, but then you come into the bar area and it's just casual and you have a good time and it's not you know $900 if you like push a chair over I like to say casual fine dining yeah because mm-hmm. I don't feel like we're pretentious at all never really have been and it's just kind of a very welcoming yeah. warm hospitality is what we try to 
offer. Yeah, and people I definitely do see do see the other side of it from from looking mm-hmm. in on the outside. You know, they anywhere that has a valet, they instantly turn their noses at it and think, oh, it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, the collective has a valet now, so yeah. <laughs> just level that. Um, but what's kind of some kind of some of your favorite things on the menu? Oh my gosh, my because you've just, obviously tried everything, right? Yes, um, my just go-to meal here is our lobster cargo. And you get the bread, the hot bread, and you get to dip it into like the, you know, the lobster sauce. It's amazing. Um, a chopped salad. Sounds great right now with my health kick that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> a medium rare filet, our sauteed mushrooms, maybe a side of mac and cheese, um, and a good dirty martini. That was just my perfect. That's date like, night, yeah. done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned you, you were pregnant you've had yes. obviously one baby How yes. many, do you have one or two i have two i have a four-year-old and a four-month yeah mm-hmm. oh congrats yeah. that's yeah. so it's yeah it's a bit of a gap between that uh-huh. so it's like oh we've got one out of the way oh we'll have another yeah right so it's a bit of a shock uh-huh. i'm sure no no he's a he's a good older brother like he's that's good. he's helping out yeah so i'm sure that helps a ton was uh-huh. there anything like during pregnancy that like Yes. Do you have any cravings here that you're like, I have to come in every day and have this? My first pregnancy, I craved oranges, steak, and ice cream. And luckily, we have all of those here. <laughs> so I was good. Um, and then the second time, I was craving more like vinegar-type um, food. So Caesar salad was something I really wanted all the time. And you're really not supposed to have that when you're pregnant, this Caesar dressing. Okay. Because um, it has raw egg in it. Um, uh-huh. So lesson learned, but yeah, I'll learn that uh-huh. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I cheated, so I right. Know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's something that I've been like testing. Everyone sees a salad because of my like seventy-five day health thing, and I had a Caesar salad at Pickleman's the other day down in Norman. Oh yeah, and it was the cran walnut salad with like it was like, it wasn't a Caesar, but it was kind of the same that I usually have. It was so good, and my wife's eating pizza, uh, <laughs> obviously, um, but. Uh, and I crave beer all the time in both pregnancies. <laughs> I wanted a beer so bad. Yeah. They're What's like, the O'Doul's. go-to? I was like, no, that's not, that. no, you're just teasing you ha- me. O'Doul's is one of the only places you, that. O'Doul's is like our non-alcoholic beer. Okay. Yeah. So. And there's no really anywhere else that does it, right? I don't Or is there a few so. places? I don't know. The no. Re- reason that came up was being across the street, I did a podcast with Matt Hoffman, and he said that he met Evil Knievel here because Odu- here was the only oh, spot that they had Ev- oh, had Odules. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, this was a while back. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, he was. That, that's what came to mind. Um, but you guys, obviously, you know, Logan comes up with amazing questions for this. If anybody who's listening has listened to a previous <laughs> podcast, they know that most of these questions are Logan's. I just tend to ramble and get off topic. Um, but... Uh, Tell us about some of like the accolades and like the things that Mickey Mantles and this location just the awards that you guys have won for everything that you sure, do. Sure, yeah, we've we've been very fortunate to receive um, just local and national praise. Um, we've won Wine Spectator Award several years, um, Best Steakhouse by multiple pu- publications, um, Best Chef. Am I forgetting over here, Janie? Um, just just we've just again just over the years have always had some great recognition mm-hmm. celebrities Who's, dining with us 
any you can name you're allowed oh, to yeah. name uh-huh. yeah yeah not um, people who like to sneak in the back door and then leave <laughs> no 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 we've had several over the years uh sean hannity is a, is a big one everybody wants um to wait on sean hannity he's I a great tipper i don't know who that is he's, he's a fox <laughs> news correspondent uh, host rather that's yeah. why i don't know that's who that why. is yeah. i can't vote uh-huh. and i don't care yeah. fair enough fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah. no, but he's i can't vote yeah i should say right that. yeah right and he's uh, uh, he'd, uh mentioned us on his show before so that was great oh yeah wow. national mention yeah. um so uh who else? mel gibson's been here uh-huh. tons of um uh, music you know industry we, you mentioned Shaq earlier yeah he was here just okay. a year ago do you get like people who kind of have shows and then they come they're like yes. google steakhouse mm-hmm. and they come straight here mm-hmm. uh-huh uh, the comedian yeah oh mm-hmm. he's hilarious yeah well please tell me he didn't walk, walk in with his shirt off he actually <laughs> no, was wearing clothing i'm going to somebody actually on our instagram told him to come here and oh I was great going to say like yeah. you have to wear a shirt i'm sorry <laughs> his his skits are, have you, do it, you know who that is who is that oh so he's he's an american he's a bit kreischer is that you yeah, say? he's I, an american actor and basically he does his entire show with his shirt off yep and he's not like your average kind of supermodel guy from six pack he's just a dad bod guy but he's hilarious <laughs> Right. And one of his best skits, if everybody's listening, is never Google Bert Kreischer Russia and just watch his skit on going to Russia as a college student. It's probably one of the funniest things you're ever going to see. Huh. Um, it's like quite a mission to watch. It's like 15 minutes long, but it's there is some choice words in it, obviously, <laughs> but it's pretty fun. No, he was he was in town, and then it's like yeah, it's, you just get a lot of people that come from concerts and just. I mean, that's kind of really cool to have. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, especially with me, you got the Chesapeake nearby and the Criterion opened a couple of years ago, so that's nearby. So it's very sort of centrally located in that sense. I mean, it's, it's very convenient. Yeah. How has that been like with you being like the staple of this Bricktown community and, you know, being here 20 years? How has that been over time kind of evolving and being that like place where everyone kind of wants to center around? Um, in the beginning, it was awesome because we were, <laughs> you know, one of the very few. And so um, it was, you know, the place to be. And I feel like we still are that restaurant. Um, but, it, you know, we recognize there are so many places opening. Um, but all we can do is just kind of concentrate on ourselves and be who we are. And mm-hmm. Do you always kind of have to stay, I mean, on top of things, on, on your toes, whereas, like I said, everything we're not slowing down here for a long you know last three or four years and logan has loved this because he gets a new place to go to every week every you know the last three or four years there's been so many places pop up Mm -hmm. how has that been like for you and especially the job title that you have in a marketing perspective to stay and still kind of have that core following that you have is there any difficulties that you've come up with i wouldn't say there's difficulties but um Again, we recognize, you know, we're competing now, not just against other steakhouses or fine dining restaurants, but with everybody. Um, instead of, you know, um, someone coming out and um, to Bricktown and wanting to, you know, drop $100 on a meal, they may opt to choose the new trendy place down the street where they can spend half the price. Um, so that's where... You know, it gets tricky is mm-hmm. is bringing them here and still, you know, bringing the value to right to the table. And I, a lot of people come here for occasions, I assume. Mm-hmm. A lot of birthdays, anniversaries, and just 
because like it kind of is that right you know it's kind of a special place whereas a lot of people don't see it as what you know you've come in for the happy hour and and the stuff like that and the bar menu well it's definitely it's definitely interesting to see you know because whenever bricktown started i mean it was the only district i mean maybe western avenue was was sort of built up at that time but uh they're really i mean midtown wasn't a thing plaza district wasn't a thing deep deuce i mean none of these areas were on the map i mean even 10 years ago that was true so it's interesting to see how these things sort of find a balance you know how how they're sort of you know competing within each district and then across them Mm. and uh and there's i'm sure there's been so many restaurants that have just come and gone and come and into this area and failed and left mm-hmm. and KD's being one of them sorry it's yeah. not a problem I'm <laughs> quite happy for that to leave. You, you know I liked that restaurant you did I, I, never, I was really never good. tried it I, I, I liked it you yeah know, I, I liked it less after you know July what was it 2016 yeah 17? <laughs> still yeah it was did he did he, did he ever come here uh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I guess occasions. that's kind of the players would probably kind of come as yeah, well we've I had, guess yeah several yeah come by <laughs> over the years yeah they, I mean, is it still normal for them to come in every now and then just kind of book a back room and kind of come hang out? Yeah, I definitely. assume they probably don't just kind of walk into the bar and uh, depending on who they are, I guess. I mean, I would say some of them still do that. Yeah. Definitely. I love that, though. Like, mm-hmm. I love people who, and I think Oklahoma is probably one of the places that is like that. You know, they kind of just wander in. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're tall. You probably play for the Thunder. But right. a lot of people wouldn't, you know, some... <laughs> I, I wouldn't have an, any idea of some people, some players walking in. Now, it's really easy to get from here to, say, the Chesapeake, isn't it? Yes. I mean, Super easy, distance, yeah. Uh-huh. But, I mean, you, you offer some sort of a, a pickup service, right? Right. We do a complimentary shuttle limo um, from the games and, like, most concerts that are at the Chesapeake Arena. So to and from, you can take a limo. Um, from Mickey's and back. Which in the winter is much better than those cycle things that are very <laughs> overpriced. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah. Leaving yeah. a Thunder game, it's 30 degrees outside and you got some guy on a bike who's like, I'll take you. I'm like, mm, the breeze would, <laughs> I'd lose an ear with that breeze. Right, yeah. Uh, and now we got the streetcar. We have a stop yeah. right outside the restaurant. So How was that with business, kind of with that going on? Was it worse go with dealing with like the construction or was it? How was that? We went through a little um, phase. It wasn't really bad, actually. Um, it was during the summer months, so it wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like I said, it doesn't go directly up the street, but obviously it goes, you're surrounded by it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. It. There's always construction down here, so we're just <laughs> used to it. Yeah. Seen it all. Um, is there anything coming up that you guys have? I know you mentioned like that you do like seasonal events and stuff. And September was Bourbon Month. What do you guys kind of have coming up for you know the the remainder of the year? Yeah, we are doing um, something we've never done before: a promotion in November. We're gonna offer a ten to twelve um, main lobster tail with baked potato. And if you've had our baked potatoes before, it's a meal in itself. They're huge, uh, okay. and a house salad uh, for forty nine ninety nine. All right. Which is a crazy yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. You might sell out of lobsters. I know. <laughs> that would be, that's a good thing. My wife's <laughs> a huge fan of seafood, so I'm going to have to oh, take you yeah, up on that. Please bring her in. Yeah, definitely. Logan, you like seafood? I do like seafood. Yeah. Actually, I like seafood a lot. Whenever I was uh, in Milwaukee about a year ago, there was a place where you, you could get 
an entire lobster for this crazy low price because it's right there on the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. And so they ship it straight from, from Maine. And uh, I saw that. I was like, yeah, I need to stop for that. And it yeah. was the first time I'd ever actually had an entire lobster because, you know, when you're in a landlocked state, an entire lobster is a pricey option. Well, uh, I, yeah, and I have a problem with, like, unless I know and I trust the place where it's coming from, we're in the, like I said, we're landlocked. Right. It's been in a truck. Right. Yeah. Probably no, it, longer than you want it to be in a truck. Yeah. I know you, you definitely, when you're in a landlocked state, you got to pick and choose carefully. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy lobster, crab, most fish. Catfish is kind of hit or miss. Which, oh, I love me some catfish. That's the Duncan <laughs> coming out. Duncan, that's I just agree to say. <laughs> yeah. There it is. It, yeah. it, it, it depends. Catfish almondine is, is my favorite. I, I really like that. But your average run of the milk fried catfish. It depends what seasoning is used in it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's fair mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. Um, going back to, like, you know, Duncan roots and everything, is there anything in Duncan that you really want to have here? Anything that stands out? Oh, like, my goodness. tiny little hole-in-the-wall restaurant that's just the best ever that... There used to be a place called Cedar Street Grill. Okay. And they served the best burgers and um, pie. They had the best homemade pie, too. Mm -hmm. And it was just a little, like, old home um, on Cedar Street. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, super, yeah, like hole in the wall place. And it was, yeah, it's yeah. Where it was our go to. Mm -hmm. I, I love places like that because you just have that memory of how it smells when you walk in and how mm -hmm. it tastes. Oh, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just so good. Um, what about in town? Do you guys, outside of obviously eating here for free most of the time, I assume, yeah. what, what would you go to, you know, if, if you don't want to come to work and have a date night at work? Um, me and my husband really like Metro, the Metro, mm. for our special occasions. And then we like Cheevers. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And for like family outings, we go to Bedlam Barbecue. Have you been there? I haven't, no. Oh my gosh. I actually it's haven't either. The no. Best kept secret in Oklahoma City. Where is it? It's on 50th and Lincoln. Okay. And it looks like it's kind of like in an old um, gas station, kind of. Um, <laughs> kind of like Leo's. <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah. But. The best part about it is the patio. It's amazing. Okay. And we go there every time the weather is nice during the week. Big, so we frequent there. Barbecue like, food? Yeah. I'm sorry? You're a big fan of barbecue food? Oh, I love barbecue. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. See, my wife's not, and it really, really pisses me off. That, 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 I love that, it. That, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> it is. Especially with the butcher barbecue stand not <sighs> that far away. And they've now redone their interior and everything. Which I'm is really so excited. I'm, I'm actually, this weekend, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be going there. Yeah. So I'm well, it's really football excited. season. No one goes there on the weekend, so yeah, it'll be fine. It's going to be, well, you say that. There's going to be a line. Yeah. Have you guys been there? No. Oh, it's, oh, oh, it's my. Okay. Yeah. You gotta go. <laughs> Logan would probably drive you there himself. <laughs> it's uh, so, it's, so it's in Wellston, so it's like 30 minutes uh -huh. from Edmond. And we're straight up the highway. Every minute of the trip. Yeah. It's, uh, and they've now recently like turned it into an actual building where it used to just be like a, a container with like a shed over it. Now it's got oh, air conditioning cool. and it's like the they won a ton of awards. Yeah. If you ever want to do barbecue food here and, and like okay. partner with somebody, yeah. they're the people to do it because they've started doing, they did a, a thing uh, last couple of months ago with Elk, Elk Valley, Valley, right? Yeah, yeah. How was that? Because because what they did was they, they basically... It's a beer yeah. pairing dinner, and I, I didn't go, but I, I heard generally positive yeah, it's Yeah, it's basically they got, they got bored of doing all their barbecue stuff. This is like how they express yeah. how good they are okay. and partner with people and do stuff like that. So they're definitely up to do stuff like that with people. Yeah, no, they're... Do you um, venture up to Kansas City? I don't. I need to... Actually, oh I will goodness. be in September. I, have, I can I, drive I, I, up to Chicago I next September. I have to September. give you some so I will hit that on I've the way. I've been up there 
fairly recently. Yeah. Uh, a place called Q39 up there that is... Oh, you like that? I like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're never coming back here again. Yeah. Now that <laughs> it was good. Uh, it was too, trend, like, too trendy barbecue It for is me. pretty trendy, but... That those are the best ribs of it. Is it like that Instagram so. barbecue place that everyone goes to? The line's 400 well, yards long. Well, the thing long. about Q39 is that it's so the guy opened up like a nice restaurant and made barbecue in it. Whereas okay. most barbecue places aren't that nice. So yeah. they're just very uh, comfortable, very, I guess, approachable. I mean, and this guy was classically trained. I mean, he's like a fine dining okay. chef who decided to do barbecue. And it does show. I mean, it, it should. I, the best ribs I've ever had. Really? Better, yeah, they're they're great. I mean, we're Jack Stack people. Like, <laughs> Jack Stack is my favorite. We have to go there every time okay. we go to Kansas City, and Arthur Bryant's. I've heard that's good. I think uh, who was it? The uh, Anthony Bourdain. I think he liked uh-huh. that place too. Yeah. That is super hole in the wall and a very questionable part of town. Yeah. <laughs> but it is well, well they were worth the it. best places though, and they this places you like. Should probably lock my car, like double check. I sure. lock my car, lock make sure nothing's there. there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, is there anything, Logan, that stands out? Like, I know you. You know, we talked about um, coming here for the first time, but uh, is there anything that that you want to tell everybody listening? That kind of just to reiterate what we've spoken about and kind of center back to it's not that expensive. Well, one of the things and, is, you know, it's not super posh, just come on in. Right. Well, one of the things that stands out to me is I think it's really smart. So you have the bar area, the, uh, you know, the seven lounge, and then you have the restaurant. So you sort of have two different dining options mm-hmm. there. You have the more, I guess, the special occasion, you know, mm-hmm. you know, steak and lobster kind of restaurant. Uh, and then you have, you know, the, the lounge area, which, I mean, Call it a bar really does it does it a disservice. I mean, it's it, there there there's two bars. I mean, it's really lavishly appointed. I mean, you have nice booths and tables, and I mean, it seats. I don't know, a hundred people, two hundred. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. large. I mean, yes. it's, it's a large area. Um, and obviously, you have you know the 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 bar menu here, and, you have mm-hmm. co- and the cocktails are fantastic. So you really could you can come in here and you can enjoy just kind of a, a relaxed evening, or you can come in and get you know a, ni- a nicer meal for a special occasion, mm-hmm. something like that. So that's something I think the sort of the bifurcated model there is really smart. Yeah, something we haven't touched on is dessert menu. Mm-hmm. What's your dessert menu like? Um, it's kind of limited, but all the desserts on there are actually like very good yeah. <laughs> yes. what do you, what's kind of a favorite for you I always gravitate and it's a classic it's been around since the very beginning this recipe um, it's our chocolate spice cake okay and it's like that sheet cake you know that everybody you know your grandma used to make you um, it's got a chocolate ganache on top and um, and and nuts it's it's so it's just simple, yeah. and I love that. Yeah. You should bring some out so I can eat it in front of my. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. I have a list of things I can eat after my on day seventy six, and I, I might have to add that to the list. What's your favorite? Uh, the Tresla Chase. Yeah, that's a Ooh, good one okay. too. Chocolate Tresla. Yeah, chocolate. Tresla. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a birthday last week. It was a nephew's birthday, and they had cake there. And one of the family members made it. I'm like, it looks so good. Can I eat it next week? She's like, yeah, you can freeze it. Perfect. So it's in the freezer. I didn't know you could freeze cake for a week, oh, but apparently yeah. you can. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the, I, I will get to eat chocolate cake for breakfast. Yeah, that's impressive. For most people, cake doesn't last that long. So. No. I, well, I'll tell you how it is. It might be <laughs> terrible, but um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to cake. It's been too long. Um, how do people follow you? How do they get in touch? How do they like book around? We're book everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're on Facebook, Instagram. 
Twitter. Um, we even have a Pinterest page. So okay. if you're on Pinterest, check us out. Just at Mickey Mantles? Uh, everything is pretty much at Mickey Mantles, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm, we have, obviously, Logan's amazing questions. Uh, you want to talk... There's some, one on here that says, why the name Mickey Mantle? Did we cover that yet? I don't think we did. I why? Think maybe they mentioned it. I know, yeah. I want to, like, finish, like... Because obviously it's, he was born in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. it's a huge thing. Um, like, what kind of you know? You obviously been here a really long time, and that's everything. What kind of centered? Do you know much about that name? And I know obviously you probably know the family and everything. Like, how important was that connecting the two, and how did they come about that name? It's huge to use that name, I guess. Yeah, and like I said, it's um, our owners and the Mantle family were um, good friends, and so that's kind of how um, we came about. But, um, I mean, his name is worldwide known. Uh, We have people from all over the world that come in here just to dine with us because it's Mickey Mantles and it's got his namesake on, you know, the front. So, um, yeah, I would say it's, it's pretty huge. Do you guys have a map that people can pin where they're from around the world? No, that's a good <laughs> you know, idea. Yote Coffee now has that. <laughs> so I was in there the other day, and they have, like, this giant world map, and they've run out of pins, which is quite impressive for a coffee shop. But, um, yeah. yeah, awesome. So Mickey Mantle's on pretty much everything. And then, um, you know, we're obviously at Windstar as well. And hopefully, fingers yes. crossed, in the future, a Tulsa location Yeah, we would is, love to be there. Uh-huh, that's always in the works. So awesome. we've always... we're. We've got things in the works. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say that. Excited. Mm-hmm. And, and when's your happy hour? Our happy hour is every Sunday through Friday, 4.30 to 7 p.m. Okay. I highly recommend it. That's a really good time. Yeah. Most happy hours yeah. are like 2 to 4, and they just, no one can get there. Yeah, it's like, almost like they do that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Logan was telling me before we started recording, he's like, I kind of want to tell everybody about the happy hour, but yeah. I kind of don't because I kind of want to keep it to myself. Yeah. Yeah, t- tell your friends, but not that many of your friends. Yeah. Like, bring a friend. <laughs> like a friend. Yeah. Awesome. Well, ladies, I can't thank you enough for taking the time out, oh, you know, you. Uh, and doing this. And obviously Logan for taking his afternoon to, to talk about the food and the stuff that he does and, and everything that he loves. Um, you can definitely follow him at Edible Excellence OKC and send him a DM and tell him restaurants to go to. All the time. Uh, you've probably been to every one, but, you know. I, you know, I wish. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. And again, ladies, thanks so much for, for being you. on. Uh, I can't wait to hear the reviews. I can't wait to hear people walking in and saying, I heard this on a podcast. It's supposed to be really good. I'm not a baseball fan. I have no <laughs> idea who Mickey Mantles is, but I'll come and t- taste the steak. So definitely do that. And uh, yeah, follow everybody at Mickey Mantles mm-hmm. on everything. So awesome. Well, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.